0: the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateras, John Malika, and Ricey on the
1: Beat. Let's go.
0: Good, everyone. Alex to here with another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets cetera podcast. We'll be so my my close pal, the man with the plan, the dude who's ready for the New York Jets season to start, because guess what? He's ready for the green and white blood just to be injected into his vein if it isn't already. He's ready for the Snoopy, the Snoopy Bowl. He's ready to watch Zach Wilson go out there. He's injecting everything that Chip Murphy, our boy, with his new newsletter, the couch critic. giving it all the information saying he loves Zach Wilson. John's ready to go. My guy, John Malika, how you doing, bro?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. Between the green and white practice and the Jets-Giants preseason game, which is not the Super Bowl anymore. It's actually the official inaugural Salute to Service Bowl. So oh. shout out to them. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll be there. I got uh, row four behind the Jets bench. It's ironically going to be a Giants game. As many times as I've been to MetLife, I've never seen MetLife in blue so that'll be interesting uh but yeah man i i am so ready to go i am in super football mode i'm getting my fantasy stuff ready to roll getting my pickums all set i'm about to start i I, i i got my first draft order number five like i'm i'm starting to get really into football mode my division parlays are coming in my futures have to be set so i'm ready to go man i'm ready to roll college football's right around the corner Oh, i be happier. Summer League's killing it. The Knicks are doing great. Everything's great right now. The Yankees just blew the, the, the lead in the Field of Dreams game, so not, not too happy about that. They got walked off on by Tim Anderson in the white hot White Sox. Um, but, yeah, how you doing, man?
0: Doing well, man, chilling here on the Vineyard, uh, enjoying the rest of uh, the vacation time, enjoying Knicks Summer League. Been catching up on them as well. Uh, I was actually, since I'm in the vineyard, they had uh the Patriots playing the, the Washington football team. So I was catching the glimpse of that. Um, yeah, just chilling, you know, getting ready for the green and white to take the field. Excited to watch them play the New York Giants. Usually I'd be there if I was back home in New York or uh, able to just travel there. So I'm glad that someone's representing this podcast at the game. Thankfully, uh Mr. Malika over here will be doing that screaming his head off, as I know he will be doing proudly for uh, every for for the green and white just to win. Because guess what? Even though the Giants, they are our crosstown rivals. It's not really like a true-on rivalry. But it always feels good when the Jets can win just the preseason game against the Giants. Uh, just in general. It's battle New York. I'll never forget when uh, I went to one of the games uh, when it was the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. it w- we were... One of my boys, who I used to work at a camp, counts uh, at a day camp with. He gave me tickets for me and my buddy Steve to go check out that game, and we get out there, park, uh, get to our seats. We're up top, we're in the bleachers. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, and there's this old dude who's just giving us, just giving us a, a, like a hard time for no reason. We show he was a Giants fan, we we're Jets fans, so we show up there. You know, we got he's. St- Stood up for us so we can get to the seats. Stood up for us again so we can go to a concession stands. Then he stood for us when we went back. And it's, it's, it's the name of the game. You're going to have to stand up. But there wasn't that many people around us for a preseason game. Like it was mm-hmm. genu- genuine. it was genuinely empty. Like mm-hmm. up, up in the bleachers. Mm-hmm. This dude had the audacity to say, next time you come walking through, because he was just angry that we were Jets fans sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. Cause we were in the Giants section. Keep in mind, my buddy is, my buddy at the time is Giants fan. Mm -hmm. So we're in the Giants section of this game. He was like, "The next time you gotta, you come over here. You gotta walk around the long way." I'm just like, "Really, bro? For a preseason game, we're getting this hyped? It's the Jets and the Giants, man. We're not seeing each other this season. We are absolutely not seeing each other this season." So so funny. Sit down, relax, take a load off. Everything's all everything's all good, man. Everything's all good.
1: Uh, Actually,
0: actually, I take that back. We actually did see the Giants. Actually, it was I, was say, I was about
1: to say, oh, I think we did see the Giants at last season of the Super Bowl. This
0: was actually, so this is actually when I graduated in 2011. So this is actually the season when we went 8-8. Eight and eight.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, where San Antonio Holmes gets benched at the end of the season. It was Not actually there, that yeah. season. So we actually did see the Giants that season. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Fuck that guy. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: for being just a dick. Uh,
1: well, well. No, <laughs> Alex is uh, going through some old memories, letting out some some anger he has yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the yeah. Giants. But I don't really care too much about the score. This I don't game. care about the Giants. I don't care about the
0: Giants. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you do, Alex. It sounds like as we said with Lee on the on the show, man. Shout out to Lee. Uh, it's just the fans, bro. Because the fans can be obnoxious, man. You know what I mean? It, it can be obnoxious and like look. We get it. We're Yankees fans. We're expected to win. We expect to win. Giants fans always expect to win or make this miraculous run. So I get it. I get it. I don't hate the Giants. The fans can be a little obnoxious, though. I'm being real. Just being real. Just being real.
1: That's fair. I would say Jets fans are also... But other than that, John, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. I'm excited to go. I'm actually going with uh, my cousin, who's uh, a big Giants fan. So that should be fun. Uh, he doesn't know we're behind the Jets bench yet. That'll that'll be a fun little surprise. He just knows uh, we have be. nice seats. But anyway, speaking of this game, man, I, I'm i really not too interested in the score. It'll be fun to win just so we could say we won and not have to worry about it. But I'm not too worried about the score of this game per se, especially when you think about Daniel Jones is not playing this entire game. Zach Wilson is only going to play the first quarter at most. What does the score really matter? The, the only thing that happens at Giants Jets preseason games is injuries. And speaking of injuries, we had a—I mean, we had a really clean camp coming in here. And Coach Salah even said it today. We were pretty lucky up up till this point. We have a couple injuries on the block today from the last training practice, training camp practice before our first preseason game. So interestingly enough, this year Salah's, Practice strategy has been one day padded, one day off, one day padded, one day off. And his reasoning is he's been studying, and the, and the science and the body shows that you can't really pile on 100-mile-per-hour days. It's going to eventually wear and tear and honestly cause injuries. So his whole philosophy is to go 100, give you a break, give your body a break, give your mind a break, and kind of give them a reward for going hard. And from all accounts, from even the biggest haters of the Jets beat and the Jets reporters, at the very, very least, the practices have been intense. And from what quote unquote little we know about football, we know that it all starts with practice and teams that generally practice well, play well. And, you know, even if you're, if you, if you're a gambler and, and you listen to, you know, outside sources during the week to try to help you, you know, figure out what's going on with the team. And you hear, oh, this team had a really good practice this week. You get hyped about it. So we know that there's a different culture. And I think that, I think that means that the practices are different. So today was an unpadded practice. However, we have some injuries, dude. And I'm not going to bury the lead. The first on the biggest one is... The rookie phenom, the the guy that A.J. Brown wants to bet his career on. The guy that that Odell Beckham wants to bet rookie of the year on. The best wide receiver in college football last year. Elijah Moore, number eight. Got a groin injury. Took his helmet off. Walked off. Alongside Berrios, he also has a groin injury. So we got a couple groin injuries on the wide receivers going on right now. What are your thoughts on that, man? Sucks,
0: but that's normal. That's one of the more common injuries for wide receivers is the groin injury. You know, Odell Beckham Jr. has had that in the past, um, and it's just you know that's like a cor- like corners. They're very flexible. They have to be flexible. They're changing directions with their hips a lot. They're using their groin muscles a lot. They're using they're running a lot, right? They're they're doing all these quick motions, doing all these different route runnings. So it's not uncommon for it to happen. It will take some time. I expect him to miss some time. Hopefully, if what do I feel like I feel
1: like this was like a MRI six MRI coming.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is a six week injury, depending on how, how bad the, the, the is it a sprain? Is it a pull? What what do we got here? Do you know do we know well, the details of the groin injury?
1: No, we don't know. We have an MRI coming. On the other side we have Rashad Bateman, also rookie from Minnesota. To the Ravens' wide receiver, one of my favorite, another one of my favorite wide receivers coming out. He also got a groin injury. He's actually having a surgery, and he's going to be back in about like six weeks, or yeah. like by week, by six, by week six. Sorry.
0: I would so I'd say that's common for like six weeks. I mean, recovery time.
1: Yeah, but he's having a surgery. Uh, I, I, ho- uh, I hope it doesn't get to that point. Hoping it's you just know, something even can nurse.
0: But even with, even if they, sure, six weeks. With surgery, he'll be back. Yes, I get
1: it. Yeah, week six, week six surgery? NFL. Yeah, yeah, week six. Yeah,
0: NFL with 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 surgery. I get that. I'm saying it'll probably take six weeks in total mm-hmm. to recover from a groin injury. I'm not saying with or with. I'm not saying with surgery. I'm saying without surgery because even if you come back, and I, I remember even having this myself when I was playing wide receiver mm-hmm. in uh, in high school, it takes time, man. Like you don't like. Hurting your groin. If you never hurt your groin before, you don't realize how much power comes from that area of your body when you're starting to run and that you need to be, t- you need to be like kind of like braced up. You need the ace bandage so uh, to keep it together so that it's not, it doesn't feel like your legs just flying out all over the place, but it hurts. Uh, it will take some time. And mm-hmm. because they're NFL players and because they go at a much faster speed that you would get in high school, uh, it will, they were not, they're probably they shouldn't be playing to begin with. So they're going to take some time. They're going to take a couple of weeks, hopefully getting back within three to four weeks, but probably six weeks when they start feeling comfortable and going at true, like feeling 100% fine, even though you're never truly 100% after an injury. Right. So that, that's my thought. It sucks though. Because, but the good thing is that we have depth at the wide receiver. Right. So I know we're going to get to this later, but the whole Denzel Mims talk uh, this kind of, kind of gives him a, uh, hi- oh, look at John.
1: <laughs> what?
0: He's just looking at me like, "Why I say dead to I'm just like, we're really doing this?
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I have no, no, that's not at all. I'm actually, I'm actually more upset about your Elijah Moore take that you, you already have him out until week seven. I I'm- I don't have him out. I don't, I didn't say out until week seven. I said six weeks in total. Yeah. So uh, now uh, for six. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So, so what's that like? So, so we at least got, week four. Week even two. before that. Well, what
0: was the first preseason game, right? We're getting four preseason yeah. games.
1: Yeah. Well, it's yeah. August. I mean, we're mid August. Yeah. A month we're from pre- now, a month from now, we're, we're week two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're so about, that's about week three, week four. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm a little bit disappointed in that. So I'm, I'm just hoping that you're wrong. You know, you, you could very well be right. I'm just hoping that you are wrong. Um, I, well, well, let's put it this way, right?
0: You have a young guy. What are you expecting to get this? out of this season. If you're, I know you want to win, but what do you want him to have a long career? or Do you want to rush him back
1: to have him injured more? Right. That's yeah, Yeah. I don't want to hurt. I don't want to really hurt his groin. It just depends what he has. We'll figure out. Once the MRI comes, we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, then we'll, we'll start, we'll start putting a recovery time on him. But like you said, Mims, I'm, I'm actually, I'm I'm happy with Mims, man. I'm, I'm I'm kind of annoyed at the jet staff. I kind of get it. Why they didn't have to, why, because they don't have to tell us. They don't owe, you know, owe us anything. It's still early training camp, but Denzel Mims caught a stomach virus off some bad salmon, which I can really relate to. Um, and takes you out for a couple of days. I can't imagine having to play football. I could barely sit on my computer and type. Um, <laughs> a couple of days after, and he lost about, what was it was like five to 10 pounds. And so that was the reason why he lost, he was, you know, designated to the second and third team. And he's been moving up ever since, man. He's been doing well. I think he had a bad pat, a bad drop a couple days ago. He picked it up in the same practice. He's been playing well. And not only does Elijah Moore have a groin injury, but Braxton Berrios has a groin injury as well. And then they're technically behind Corey Davis and Jameson Crowder. Right. We could we could even throw Keenan Cole in there, right? As all veterans. They're not going to play more than the first quarter. If Zach Wilson's out, they're going to be out as well. And that really opens up a huge opportunity for three quarters for these wide receivers and a couple quarterbacks who are trying to get on the team. They know that only one only one of them is making it, right? Is only going to get started. So they're going to be playing, you know, their hearts out. And from the wide receiver perspective, you got Denzel Mims. You got Vincent Smith. You got, you got the agent Smiths. I'll just call him the agent Smiths, right? So we don't, the J- Jeff and Vincent, we got Josh Malone and we got Lawrence Cager. And then don't forget DJ Montgomery. All those guys are out here and they're looking to make this roster. Who are you excited about? Who are you looking forward to watching and who are you kind of nervous about?
0: Well, I mean, we got to talk about, we already have. Corey Davis, right? So if we don't have uh, Braxton, Barrios, Elijah Moore, right now you're saying we got the starters ready to go, the presumptive starters on the depth chart, which is Keelan Cole, James Crowder, Corey Davis. So that's a good starting core to begin with. Um, the Smiths, I mean, they're a toss-up, man. You know, there's nothing really to say about them. They're, they're still part of the team because you just need depth at wide receiver. You can't go in with just a couple guys. You, need, you can't just go in with – what three four guys usually have about six guys on the team at that position Denzel Mims I'm looking for him to make a bounce back even though he lost five to ten pounds after having a stomach virus but I think Denzel Mims is the one I'd be most excited about because he's a second year player second round draft pick of last year under Joe Douglas so I want to see him come through and we saw we saw flashes of him come through with Sam Darnold last season and in the in the fire that was the Adam Gates offense. So I'm excited to see what he could do in you know uh LaFour a LaFour scheme. So really it's just Denzel Mims. I'm not overly excited for Agent Smiths. The Agent Smiths, they're they're kinda we know what they are at this point. They'll make some catches here and there, they'll make some plays here and there. I wouldn't call it them the most reliable wide receivers, but when you need them, once again, they're just they're there are a body out there that can make a play from time to time. They're not the, they're not the guys who are like, who will be Corey Davis, who will make those big plays, who will body people down and get the, the yak that you want. He, they're not necessarily Denzel Mims who have the, who has this insane catch radius, who can make these glamorous catches. It's not Elijah Moore, who has this intense, uh, route running ability, right? Who has these sure hands that when the ball is just in his area, whether it's a jump, a dive, whatever he's going to catch it, and then Keelan Cole, we know he's a burner, right? And James Crow- James Crowder is the most sure thing, sure SWAT receiver, and Braxton Barrios is, in my opinion, is working his way up that ladder to be sure hands because he was sure hands last season. I, you, you give me that look. Come on,
1: come on. I love Braxton Barrios. Yeah, what? You, what is with these
0: looks, man? Are you just tired?
1: I'm just looking at you. He's <laughs> speaking. I don't you know. Yeah, you got,
0: you, get, you don't understand, man. You're, you're, all right, side note. We're, John wears glasses. All right. He's giving like the dad, like, over the glasses look like I am very disappointed in this comment. Oh, no,
1: no, I'm good to go. I just, I mean, I'm going to tell you what I am disappointed in. I'm disappointed in you not being excited for the Smiths. Uh, Vincent Smith has been playing really well in training camp. I, I, I'm looking for him to have a big opportunity to be the number two for three quarters. I think DJ Montgomery and Josh Malone have been. Oh, you're
0: talking. Oh, you're talking about for the the preseason game, the number two. Yeah. This, oh, oh, oh! I thought you were actually talking about like. Okay, that's a different story.
1: Who's okay, tired okay. here? Wake up, wake up, Alex! We're talking about the preseason game, baby. We're talking about the salute the service game.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. For preseason, yeah, it'll be nice to see what you could do. I'm not. Practice is one thing. Let's see what he could do on. It, it, it. What? <laughs> what? What it's practice, my man. And not saying that practice isn't important. There are guys who are who do great things during practice and then comes to game time and we see Nada. And we'll come out. We got we got we got all that for Sam Darnold too. All right. It was like he looks great during practice. We've heard so many times where people look great during practice. We know we know this Jets thing uh it's tired and true all the time. Okay.
1: Yeah. But that, yeah, that's why, that, well, that's why we're talking about the, the first game. And that's why I'm excited to see them, uh, in real action. So let's move on from the wide receivers. And we're talking about this first Giants game. We have coming out from camp. We have Croft, who hasn't really been putting up, uh, impressive stats, really. And if we're going to throw Chris Herndon in the number ones and get him out of there in the first quarter as well. That leaves veteran Ryan Griffin. And then it really falls off after that. I'm kind of looking forward to Yaboa, especially if Wesco is the fullback here. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really, it's it really gets thin. Um, this is a big opportunity for, for the undrafted rookie from Ole Miss to kind of get in the mix. So I'm definitely excited about that. We definitely have. The running back depth chart that we've been talking about that's pretty popular right now in the news, Tevin Coleman looks to be the number one. Mm-hmm. But there's some competition because of special teams, man. We have Ty Johnson, who has been getting some good runs, and he has a good look at special teams. Michael Carter's getting in the mix. P. Ryan apparently is been impressing. I wonder if we're going to take carry four running backs. Do you think there's a chance of that?
0: Well, we got to. I think Michael Carter is going to stay, right? So I don't see him getting cut. I see Josh Adams being the guy who will mm-hmm. be the one that gets cut. Austin Walters another one that will be cut as well. But I think we may actually be cut. We be carrying four running backs, man. I think it's gonna. I think this will be one of those strange times where we see four running backs because Tevin Coleman just before it understands Tevin. Tim Coleman knows his skill set had him out in San Francisco it's like okay we can work with some, we can work with him we know he was injured but there isn't talent there so that's why we brought him aboard. Well Michael Pirine, we know he's part of the Joe Douglas uh, draft class from last season he has been impressing from what we've been seeing from the beat so I expect him I'm actually looking forward to see how he produces because of all the hype that he gets all the hype that he's been getting uh, during practice. Ty Johnson. I know you mentioned him for t- for special teams. I see. I just can't see Ty Johnson like being cut. He ran so well last season. I mean, so did Josh Adams. He had some good runs, but That's Ty Johnson so was yeah. And and Ty Johnson was really, in my opinion, was a little bit more physical than Josh Adams, and a little bit more versatile in that he's more elusive. So mm-hmm. Josh Adams is more of like a north south runner, gives you the shoulder, runs into you, can can bully guys. Ty Johnson could do a little bit of bullying and a little bit of evasive. Evasive mm-hmm. uh, maneuvers. So I, 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 I like, I like Ty Johnson. I think you just keep Ty Johnson. We just know Michael Carter was drafted. There's no way you're getting rid of Michael Carter. I think this might be the season, man. I know you've been, you've been, bringing it up, but I think this actually might be the season we have four guys on this roster. It'll, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And, but
1: and the fullback.
0: Yeah, I mean, Croft. I, well, we know Croft. He's a tight end. So
1: well, Wesco. Westco, Westco is going mean, to be Westco, yeah, Westco.
0: Wesco. I'm sorry, Wesco. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah. So. That, that'll that be good. The number one, I guess, competition that's been admitted to, I'll say, and specifically admitted to by the, the New Jets organization, even on their unofficial depth chart that came out, um, is that right tackle. And that's George Fan and Robert Moses. So what do you think about that matchup? Do you think it matters? Do you think they're interchangeable? Do you think that a decision has already been made?
0: I don't think a decision has been made. I mean, if you go look at their unofficial depth chart, they have both George Fant and Morgan Moses.
1: As Morgan Moses. Yeah, I said Morgan Moses. Moses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morgan <laughs> Moses
0: as the, uh, as the starting right tackles, which obviously you're not going to have two guys starting at once on the O line. So I think it's a true open competition to see who, who plays better because, you know, Connor Hughes wrote about how. George Fant played basketball. He's pretty athletic. You know, we know he can bowl. He was. He also touched on George Fant playing some guard, where you can where you can move uh, Greg Van Roden to the bench and put George Fon, George Fant over there and have Morgan Moses as your right tackle. So that could be that. You know, I, it doesn't seem like that's an option right now. It seems like they're going to be rolling with uh, Van Roden as the right guard, but I think it's truly an open competition to see who's going to play better. Um, I don't think they just want to outright you know give Morgan Moses just because he was assigning because
1: mm-hmm. it was
0: unexpected that'd be released from the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. So I think this is truly an open competition to see who's going to perform better. I would expect Morgan Moses to get the to get the nod just because seasoned veteran at right tackle, uh, legitimate starter for the Washington football team. George mm-hmm. Font, we know he was a backup out in Seattle before he came to the New York Jets. So there's not I know they I know he I know George Font got paid by Joe, by Joe Douglas, but I if you're looking to win and if you're looking to give a good offensive line, I think Morgan Moses wins and not by like slight. I think he I think he just wins. It's not going to be it's not going to be major, but it's not going to be minimal either. I think he just naturally wins, wins out because of the experience because of just being one of the top not even top but one of the better right tackles in the league so I think he'll win I think I think that experience will, will just edge out George Font
1: okay uh, I, I I, also think that Morgan Moses the right tackle and not Robert Moses the beach will be the right tackle at starter I do think Ben Rowan will be the right guard as well watch well, for Tucker's been hurt with this pec injury Dan Feeney The fun Chargers left guard who was, you know, rocking the mullet, drinking beers at the Islanders games, the Coliseum. That was all fun, but he hasn't been looking too hot, apparently, as left guard. So if Tristan Hodge, the rookie, gets in there, uh, I'm interested to see what he has to bring to the table. But, of course, with Barry Delee on the offense, Zach Wilson, I honestly don't want to get too much into it because it's been too much. I'm not going to talk about his stats. But I will say that today's practice, they – uh Did an install where they uh allowed him to audible, and mm-hmm. it was just so refreshing to see, man. Because as if you were a fan of the Jets, you know Sam Darnold, Adam Gase. You know Adam Gase didn't allow Sam Darnold to make an audible at the line. Maybe he knew something that we didn't. But the fact of the matter is, Zach Wilson on his 13th day of practice is now audibling from shotgun back to the under the eye pass protection, all this stuff. So it's really exciting to see when he was uh, asked at practice, uh, c- press conference today after practice about his lack of play or his interceptions and whatnot, he handled it really, really well. Talking about how he's using this practice to understand the game, to see what he can get away with, right? There was like CJ Mosley had a, had a big almost interception that should have been an interception, and Zach Wilson was saying, "Okay, great, Nick. Now I know I I can't throw those. You know what I'm saying? The linebackers are too fast. They're gonna get there. You know what I mean? He did. He didn't. You know, fully intercept. it, But next time it will be. And so it's definitely not gonna get to his target. And that's what matters. So I I think it's really cool that he's smart. I I think it's really cool that he's not just dodging the questions. And it seems like he, I mean, he is first one in, last one out. I think he's pulling like 13 hour shifts right now. That's that's uh, the word around one Jets drive." So I'm excited about, you know, Zach Wilson's progress. Do you have any, uh, any quick thoughts on uh, Zach Wilson and the, and, the, and the practice? Well, you were really going to – this is really just practice. So do you have any quick notes on him, anything you're looking forward to in this first quarter for the Giants game from him? Um, I, just like to, I just want to see
0: how he bounces back, man, you know, and I think you'll have more insight on that since you were at the, uh, the green and white game. And seeing the mistakes that he made, knowing the mistakes that they've been talking about during practice, because you got to you got you saw those two interceptions while you were at that game, and everyone was uh, blowing ball. that up. But you know, I like his mentality. I like how he understands that this is practice. This is a chance for him to really experiment and get an understanding of the game and seeing what he can and cannot get away with. I mean, it was it was a great perspective, really understanding what practice is all about. And you know, it. Yes, and so to answer your question, yes and no, I'm looking for him to see what he has learned, right? I'm looking to see him just be more comfortable. I'm looking for him to complete passes. I'm looking for him to be on target. I'm looking for him to understand how to maneuver the pocket. You know, this isn't BYU where we'll have all the time, and we see that even through some of the the cut film on Twitter. We see some of that from cut film from the games that – It's faster pace than he's used to, right? And it's making those adjustments and having a quick reaction time and making quicker reads and being able to understand your understanding your checkdowns and who to get the ball to and understanding that being able to read the defense and understanding where's the blitz coming from, who's dropping back in coverage, is it zone, is it man? So he has a lot on his he has a lot on his plate to to grasp, right? I'm just looking for him to get one percent better every single day at quarterback. He's not going to come around. It is very rare to come around and say, oh, my God, he is the next Andrew Luck. I'm not expecting <laughs> that. I'm just not expecting that. Um, if he has a blow-up season, that's awesome. Uh, I will be a little concerned because usually guys who have a blow-up season tend to have like a hard <laughs> crash the second year. Mm-hmm. And then it and then they start to even out.
1: We'll get there uh, when we get there, bro. We'll get there when we get there.
0: I'm not counting my chickens. I'm just saying it, that's usually the that's usually the trend, right? That's usually yeah. the trend. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting him just to get one percent better every single day. Um, you know, I still have my trepidations about Zach Wilson, but he's our quarterback, he's our guy. I'm gonna root for him, I want him to succeed. Uh I like what he's been saying in press conferences. I love the level headedness. I love the competitiveness competitiveness. So just but overall, one percent better every day and he'll be moving in the right direction. What about yourself? Anything that you're looking for? You went to the you went to the green and white game, so I know you, there's stuff that you're looking for. So what is it?
1: No, I mean I mean really that's a, like I think you, you, you said it about right. I think that's it. Uh, I'm I'm excited about the first quarter to see what Zach Wilson does with the first team, see the new install, see how he controls the line, audibles in and out, sees the pass protection. If he's going through his progressions, how he's getting the plays, if he's able to, you know, maneuver it before, you know, get the ball off, snap it before the shot, before the, I was going to say shot clock, um, before the play clock goes out. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of stuff I'm just looking for him to control the tempo, control the game, you know, in two seconds, if the if the quarterback has control of the offense or not, and he only has like two or three series, so he better hold it together for those, you know, two or three series. It's not really asking much, in my opinion, from Zach Wilson. Um, but it's you know it's his first action, so it, it, it's going to be fun. And trust me, defenses want to be the defenses to ruin quarter rookie quarterbacks' lives. So it's going to be fun. But what I'm really looking forward to, man, is is uh, you know uh, what we started with was the wide receivers. I'm really looking forward to what Mims is going to do. I don't know if he's going to get that much playing time. The Smiths are going to get a lot of playing time. DJ Montgomery, Josh Malone, Lawrence Cager, dude, Lawrence Cager. I really, I really hope he's able to stay healthy, get on the field. I don't even know if he's playing yet. We'll find out soon. But I'm really I got those are the guys I'm looking forward to on the wide receiver. I'm I'm hoping Yaboa does something. On offense that's spectacular and kind of shows up in the blocking because that's been always his issue. So I'm hoping Yeboa gets in there. Hopefully for I mean, hopefully over Dan Brown at least. And then I think him I think he's really fighting for Tyler Croft. I think Croft Brown and Yaboa are fighting for one spot, if I had to guess. So that'll be exciting on the tight end. The right tackle we all know about. Left guard, if I mean Ver Tucker's not in there. So watch Dan Feeney. I don't think there's gonna be much time. Especially when the ones get out for wide receivers to have much luck. You know what I mean? Getting the ball. So that's when the fourth running back issue is going to come in. Maybe we'll see another little John Flowers come out. You know what I mean? Out of the end there. So that'll be fun. But that's about it for the offense. For the defense, dude. Did you get it? Did you get to see one Jets drive? I have not get to see it yet. No. Uh, the boys on vacation. The boys on vacation. But, dude. One Jets Drive, CJ Mosley and Carl Lawson were the two Oh,
0: they were the two uh, guys.
1: They're the two highlights of the first episode, and man. who CJ Mosley's been living in some basement with no TV on with his dad working out for a year and a half. Oh, that's word? why he's looking that's why he's looking so skinny. And then we have Carl Lawson who lives in this like modern looking, you know, closed off apartment. What looks like in Jersey watches anime, eats, and just gets jacked all day. And today, Carl Lawson was moving around because, I mean, there's been a question now, right? Is he doing really well or is Beckton regressing? And so they were moving him around to the right side today. So that was interesting. He was still doing well, came back on the left. So Carl Lawson, man, telling you right now, that's our MVP. I'm really happy that we have Carl Lawson holding down What's our best unit? Our defensive line's unbelievable. But he just he's the leader, so we don't have to talk about Huff. We don't have to talk about Q Will coming back next week. We don't have to talk about Zuniga finally getting to practice, and he's probably may get a rep or two in this game. We're just talking about him, and he's like we don't have to talk about like John Franklin Myers is having one of the best camps. We have no one's even heard his name because of Carl Lawson. So that's exciting for me, man. I am really excited about this defensive line. They're gonna wreak havoc and they are going to Take the pressure off the cornerbacks. We're worried about the cornerbacks. Bless Austin and Lamar Jackson out there and Bryce Hall out there. They're going to have a good time because the D-line is going to be putting pressure. You know who's not going to be having a good time? Who? The linebackers and our safeties. Marcus May, Joiner, because they're going to be busy a little bit, and we have the tight end. And as we know, Alex, we are the worst, literally the worst team defending the tight ends and that comes with our linebackers. So Blake Cashman, our boy, a couple of years ago they got drafted. He's been looking really good on the special teams. The that guy knows how to get on a roster. Right? So our starters on the linebackers <laughs> are <laughs> our starters on the linebackers are going to be CJ Mosley and Gerard Davis. Your your hate
0: for your not your hate, your disdain for Cashman is comical, my man.
1: It I don't have a disdain for him. I just like, dude, he's just a Darren Lee. He's just Darren wow. Lee, and I yeah, don't even it, think that's fair. I don't even
0: think that's fair to call him a dick. Was he a first round pick? No. No.
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess there okay. was there, there
0: was high expectations for Darren Lee. I'll say this: there's, oh, I think sometimes as Jets fans we have like these high expectations for players. I don't have that high expectations for for Cashman. I just expect. Just to do your job, and I'll I'll agree with you that he he barely does his job.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he's fine. I don't, have, I don't I don't have hate against him. I just don't trust him. That's really what it's all about. And like, he yeah, he, he can't stay on the field barely, because he barely does his job. <laughs> yeah, he, he, even, he just he just he's barely on the field. And then when he is, he can't guard the tight ends, and that's what he's really asked to do. So it's annoying. Yeah.
0: Once again, <laughs> he barely does his job. So I totally understand your hate. Your 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 your.
1: your <laughs> So we have, we have starting at the Sam and the Will is going to be CJ Mosley, our captain, and then Gerard Davis, whoever we keep forgetting about, but Gerard Davis, I mean, if he could, if he could be that guy next to CJ, that would be really awesome. And then comes the Sam, the Sam spot, the guy who's going to guard the linebacker, the guy who's going to be communicating with the safeties. Right now, that's Hamza Najjal right? He told us how to pronounce his name. It means lion. Apparently, according to him, find out in on one judge drive. Shout out to CJ Mosley for finding that out for us. So they obviously have a camaraderie going on. I think he's going to be the starter man. I really think he is the the, the safety converted to linebacker. And he had a vision. The other guy is Jamie and Sherwood. So they look like to have eclipsed Blake Cashman, you know, in that spot, which is interesting. That, that, that's what's interesting. And that's why I was saying it's, I'm not even trying to hate on Cashman. I'm just saying he he's going to make the team because of the special team so that means it looks like we're going to carry cj gerard hamza jamie and sherwood and blake hashman which leaves noah dawkins and a couple other guys on the on the bubble i don't think they're going to make it so that'll be interesting to watch i'm hoping they pick it up
0: well let's let be real okay like when the jets drafted hamza right like you you we spoke about this podcast and you said that jets are getting him for coverage reasons you said that he would, you expected him to be converted from a safety to a linebacker. One, because of his size, two, because of his coverage, three, because we sucked at guarding the tight end. So it's not a, it's not a shocker that he's above Blake, Kraft, Blake Cashman and mm. on the depth chart. Like you, you, you pointed that all out. We need coverage at the linebacker position. We, we can't have. I will always ramp this game because it was just bonker. That game was just bonkers. You can't <laughs> another Darren Waller just going off for like close to damn near to yards. Yeah. That that, that 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 can't happen. I'm sorry. As great as it was for fantasy for me, we cannot have that
1: happen. That's tough. That was tough. But I think the most interesting oh, definitely the most interesting competition on the defensive side is definitely a cornerback. Oh so yeah. I think Bryce Hall. I'm gonna. I'm. I don't think this is crazy to say that Bryce Hall and Bless Austin are guaranteed to be the one and two. Yeah. At least, you know, I, I think. I think this is what it is at the moment. Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna put right behind them. But Brandon Eccles, dude, he's been he's he's been putting on a show. Our rookie and Jason Pinox has been looking okay. Isaiah Dunn apparently had a couple good not good days, so I'm excited about those guys. Keep your eye on those. You know, 41 for Pinox, 36 Dunn, 25 is Eccles. Keep your eye on those guys. Those are going to be fun. Definitely huge competition at the nickel. You got Javelin Goodry who has the starter spot, but Michael Carter's been looking good, man. Michael Carter's been looking good. And don't sleep on Elijah Campbell. A lot of, a lot of good reports coming out of all these practices. That's, I'm, I'm shout out to the Jets. You know, we give them a lot of slack, but shout out to the Jets beat reporters, man. They've been keeping us really on track play by play. A lot, and also a lot of other teams don't have, don't give access to their media. So shout out to the New York Jets for allowing us, uh, access to, to to see all this and to, uh, be really in tune with them. But yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to on the defensive side for this little disservice bowl on Saturday, man. What's your, uh, what's your, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on this defensive competition?
0: I think once again it's going to come down to the cornerback position that you pointed out watching bless Austin Bryce Hall go out there and see who how they do how they fare against guys who are not their own you know we're going to get some good looks from the Giants wide receivers uh, mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard you know we're going to see the Sterling Shepard we're going to see Darius Slayton how these guys do we're going to check we're going to have we're going to, it's actually a really good competition just to see what from a wide receiver standpoint um, mm-hmm. Who's the guy that they drafted to uh, this past season? Uh,
1: Tony. I don't think he's playing.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. But, Tony well- and Moore are going to be out, which kind of yeah. stinks.
0: Yeah. So you know, this is a good game for for them to get their their feet wet, see how they handle because it's a good wide receiver. Before the Giants got. Um, mm. uh, it was. A whole, I wish Danny Danny Dimes was playing because mm-hmm. he would really gotten some true experience. Not because I, I like Danny Dimes, but because having your QB one throw to your wide receiver one, wide receiver two, that gives you a better gauge of how your corners are going to perform during the regular season. So that's the position. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing how Hamza uh, adjusts to the linebacker position. And I know – Rocking the
1: 4-5.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be be exciting to see how he handles coverage. I'm expecting him to do well. It is different playing safety when you're playing linebacker. Zone Mm -hmm. and man are – very different. Um but if he was able to play safety, I expect him to be able to keep up with the speed of tight ends and running backs, which is who he's going to be covering most of all uh from that position. It will be more so how does he handle engaging, being in that front seven, how is he against stopping the run? That's much more physical, that's much more demanding than what you do as a safety. So that'll be interesting to watch how he performs there. But other than that, though, everything else kind of seems like it just slides into place. Our front seven, besides Hamza, is kind of set. Mm-hmm. We know what to expect out of them. Our safeties, we kind of know what to expect out of them. It's really the cornerback and Hamza just in, in total for the defensive effort. Uh, for who I'm working, who are will be keying in on for the Service Bowl.
1: Yeah, don't and don't sleep on Jamie and Sherwood. Don't sleep on Jamie and Sherwood.
0: She's not sleeping on. I'm. I feel like. I feel like
1: I, 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 just know what to expect from, uh, from
0: Sherwood. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we got 44 uh, and 45.
1: Yeah. They're, 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 they're trying to be that close to hopefully on the field as they are in number. And I mean, they, they both came with the same mentality, dude. Safety converted into linebacker came in here for the same reason mm-hmm. in that gauntlet of defensive picks. We'll see how it goes. Expectations is just, you know, it's a preseason game, but. You know which competition is really going to be make or break for this preseason game, man? And I know you know. I know you know. It's Krista Kicker. It's Krista Kicker versus say, Matt I was Amendola. Say, yeah. I'm
0: about to say, is it, does, does, the position end, start with a K and end with a Icker?
1: Krista <laughs> Kicker, baby. Krista Kicker versus Matt Amendola. It really looks like Matt Amendola is yeah, stealing, like stealing the competition here. So we'll see how it goes. Kids. So, lesson to learn. Chris Nagger was drafted and Matt Amendola was not. And in the, in the same offseason, it looks like Matt Amendola might take the job. So,
0: this is just a, this is, here's my thing because kickers, uh, like, we know it's an important position. I think sometimes it gets, I don't know what has happened where the Jets have now just overlooked the kicker. We had Jason Myers just go, go hand that one season. And then, you know, then, no, no,
1: you know, yeah, he killed it with us. We let him go. He he didn't do too well the first year, but then last year he literally won twenty three for 100 percent. Yeah,
0: no, no, better than no, a thousand. And this is my and this is what I was going to say. We legit had a legit kicker, and then ever since there, we're now in flux looking for a kicker. And isn't that how interesting? It always happens that fucking way, man. It always does, and it's really annoying. Um, because no one report you so, Alex. No one wants to see Zaro back in. Back in the green and Oh white. my goodness! He, that, I think he's
1: our only retiree this off season. Good God, Yeah. Good God. But yeah, man, uh, that, that, I'm, I'm so I'm so so excited to watch. Like, I'm of course for the first quarter, but after that, there's so much competition, dude. From the right tackle to the running backs to the wide receivers to the tight end to the kick returner punt returner, every kick matters. I, I, I'm super excited. I'm super excited for this preseason game.
0: Yeah, man, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I'm excited for I'm excited to see it. Um, we're finally getting football back. The season's right around the corner. Football's so back. You dude. know what that means? You know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? Let me tell you what that means. If we get football season back, it means we get Oktoberfest. It means we get Pumpkin Big. Oh, wait a minute. That's already here because Sam Adams released them way before fall. Come on, guys.
1: <laughs>
0: Who the hell does that shit?
1: Speaking oh. like a man, speaking like a man who's stuck in Massachusetts.
0: Speaking of like a man who loves his beer and is just confused why I'm getting an Oktoberfest. That's, that's
1: not even October. <laughs> Speaking of like so a man hot.
0: who's it is burning hot out there. No one wants to drink a pumpkin beer right now. Okay. That is not sure. that is not quenching my thirst. All right. Go get me a cherry weed ale or something if I'm getting a, a Sammy, but I'll mm-hmm. go I'll go I'll go craft, like legit craft, not not major industrial craft. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's 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 where I'm at right now. Okay. That's right. Beal. Well, I will Beal. say I just had I had a pina colada
1: uh, tonight. It was really so good. hot, I cannot imagine having a pumpkin beer right now. Yeah,
0: no, I, that's why I had a pina colada tonight, froze
1: a frozen pina colada. <laughs> well, yeah, and there's no, there's there's no, there's on, only time for beer right now. It's just uh, to drink for your sorrows because of that Yankees game and getting walked off on the Field of Dreams. Tough after that Stanton go go ahead home run, two run shot. Oh, tough, tough loss, tough loss, man. <sighs>
0: question for you though did you watch any I don't know if you catch it have did you catch any of the uh the Patriots watch the football game at all I did
1: not I did not
0: I was gonna ask you how did you feel about uh Mac Jones
1: no I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna game pass it up a little bit yeah yeah I'll let you know I'll let you know how it goes
0: okay he looked okay yeah know. oh no spectacular oh no 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 Okay, isn't like eh, all right. I'm not too worried. You're gonna have okay. games. You're not gonna have games. Not not okay. You looks okay. Not like okay in the sense like oh, he's gonna Patriots are back on this thing. It's like
1: eh, okay, fine. Right. Yeah, I got I gotta see. I gotta see what's up.
0: Fun fact because I do about here they were doing reporting. He was wearing number 52, 53 as a quarterback. Not tonight though. But I was like, what? Who? Who? is playing quarterback? What?
1: Yo, I picked I picked fifty three for one of my boxes this year so i'm excited about that number that you just mentioned it so some good luck oh, some good juju in there there you go
0: i need to get my fancy football league up and running gotta get gotta get the research going Got, i it's everything's happening so quickly man i really just i know it's, it is i know right around the
1: corner there? man right around the corner
0: right around the corner indeed Oh um, man all right question for you because i need you to help me out you can help out some of the listeners top three who's what running back are you going for in your draft? What wide receiver are you going for in your draft? And what quarterback are you going for in your draft? And what rounds are you aiming for? You don't have to, if you don't want to do this because we know that certain friends uh, listen to this podcast and you're in that, in that uh, league, you, I, I totally understand, but I just want to hear what you got. You got to help out. You got to help out your guy over here. All right. Well, let's hear it,
1: man. Just on the spot right now, asking me a top three of every position. No, just top your
0: top one for each position.
1: One. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 fine. One. Um, man. I mean wide receiver, you have to go Devontae Adams. Mm. Right, with the with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's gonna have the, the number one season. Hmm. Let's go try to think off the top. Running back. Uh all right, you give me wide receiver.
0: Wide receiver? I think I'm gonna go Cooper Cup, honestly. Oh, wow, I, know, I think I want Cooper cup Stafford just because, yeah, that's why I okay. like Stafford. I think Stafford and Cooper cup are is like a match made in heaven. Dude likes okay. to dude likes a sidearm, which is not a deep throw, even though he can throw the deep deep ball, but that's more of a Robert Wood thing. I feel like he's going to be moving the change more so more so, and especially with McVeigh out there, moving mm-hmm. the change means there's a certain squat wide receiver who has short hands will be getting <laughs> a lot of targets. So Cooper cup is that guy for me.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, I, I think as the number one, you have to say C-Mac coming off the injury, especially with Sam Darnold, who we know is going to dump it off a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. But, okay, I'll just stick with that. I, I but I think that, I think that the Minnesota, I was gonna say I was the Minnesota Vikings, too. yeah, he's going to run a thousand times. Yeah, he's going to run a thousand there's times. Like no, there's year. like no tomorrow. Yeah, I would, yeah it, so I'll go Dalvin. Eye. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Okay, I'll take C-Mac. I'll take C-Mac. Yeah. All right, okay. What was the last one, tight end? Quarterback. Oh, quarterback. Alright. Number one quarterback. I'm going to go yeah. out of left field. Are you ready? And this is my division pick, and it's at plus 600 right now, folks. Kyler Murray. Number one fantasy quarterback this year. Hmm.
0: Hmm. I did not see that one coming. I know. <laughs> he says, I know.
1: I uh, was sold down the Cardinals
0: last year. Man, should I, is that man should look out for DeAndre Hopkins this season, dude.
1: Have you? I, I, I are you not in tune with what's going on in Arizona? Because it's not just DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green. They got Chase Edmonds and James Conner out there. They yeah. got Christian Kirk. They got a offensive line. They got these crazy defensive players and. J.J. Watt, David Collins, Chandler Jones wants to get traded because there's no room because of Isaiah Simmons. I mean, they have a squad out there.
0: I, I mean, on paper everything looks nice, right? Malcolm I mean,
1: Butler hanging out, dude. We are the we, are Baker. Jets,
0: we we are Jets fans. We know what paper. We know what things look good on paper. Come on, they have a kicker, man. They have Matt Prater out there. Oh man, that really does it now. Who's <laughs> talking about the kicker? That's that's
1: what. Who's we're your like. quarterback?
0: We're My QB, aaron. I mean, that's I feel like that's so generic, but I'm Too like easy. I, I like to go for like seven to like nine, ten range yeah for true. That's that's where I like to get my guy. Um so guys who are around that where that round that range, I think I might go Brian Tannehill, honestly, with Julio Jones over there and AJ Brown.
1: Oh Tannehill's not a bad late pick.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think that offense is still gonna be good.
1: Okay, that's not bad. Uh w- would you take Tannehill or Tom Brady? Or Matt Stafford, they look. I think they're going to be about the same in the same tier.
0: I feel like that offense is way too dynamic to even like be banking that Tom Brady needs to throw that often. But they got, exactly he's
1: got, he's got
0: two of the best wide receivers possible. I don't know how you not yeah. run to them.
1: That's interesting. I would go Tannehill.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go. To, I'm, I'm thinking about guys who need to throw. Like, sure, they have Derrick Henry, but they're going to need to. Throw. Like, you're not going to be able to just like heavily rely on Derrick Henry every single down. Um, also, AJ Brown and. Huyo Jones are going to eat their touches? So
1: okay, too. So okay, sounds good. I mean that All logic right. could be
0: that logic can go for Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but my thing is that they also just won a Super
1: Bowl. Okay, that's fair. You want to know my uh, want to my hot take? I'll, I'll let you go on my hot take right now.
0: Let's do it.
1: Minnesota Vikings will also win the division. Wow, the pandemic Kirk, Vikings.
0: Kirk, Kirk Cousins actually does uh, actually holds to that fully guaranteed contract. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you, I know the Green Bay has all-stars right now, and they're, like, running it back with Randall Cobb and stuff, but I like Minnesota.
0: All right. All right. And with that, I think that's a good place to end. All right, John. Any, any last words before
1: before I wrap this thing up? Nah, man. I just need everyone to stay healthy at the Salute Service Bowl.
0: That's a fact, and that's a really good way to end out. So once again, thank you everyone for tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Etc podcast. Please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave us a comment. If you listen to this podcast on Apple podcasts, and if you don't, it is truly okay. Do you know why? I'll tell you why Mm -hmm. we are available on all audio streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, Google play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there on top of all of that. Please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, instagram TikTok, okay all right thank you everyone for tuning in for another jets episode of the Knicks jets etc podcast we'll catch you later next week for another nicks episode and you know what happens after that another jets episode and you know what happens after that another Knicks and jets episode after that you know what it is because we're always here with you all right we're here giving you that nicks and jets talk and we thank you for listening to all of us all right everyone catch you later
1: let's go jets